Bar Media. Welcome to the Local Podcast, a podcast about all things local, brought to you by Charlene Comerford and Justin April. <laughs> anyway, yeah, dude, what's up? Uh, episode one forty something, forty three is what it feels like. You know what? Well, one four three stands for in my house. I love you. Yes. Oh, I was thinking more like movie forty three. Nah, it's the uh, numeric letters it's on the numeric. phone. Yeah, I love you. Uh, I'm basically his brother-in-law. Yeah, we're in the same family. Well, what's up, dudes? We got Kidwell. We got. I just met you the other day, so I'm horrible with names. Joel, Joel, Joel. and Brett with a B. B. I thought it was two T's with a V. Yeah, Bedebaka, Bedeburo, Brett, Brett Smith. Dude, what's up, man? Good morning, America. Yesterday, out of the game, right? Celebrity. Did you see that? No. I got on Good Morning America's digital channel really? yesterday. Yeah, they called me or uh, emailed me a week ago Sunday, like five in the morning. I'm like, <laughs> what kind of joke is this? You know? Yeah. And uh, New York address and all this stuff. And I was like, hey, man, if you're serious. This seems real. Then, right. yeah, I will totally do that. So they said, yeah, we'll just need a 15 second video and a 60 second video and some photos. And Good Morning America has, has a feature on there that mm-hmm. um, uh, on their digital channels that highlight small businesses how they have been how they've been handling the pandemic. That's and cool. That's so awesome. I, you know I, I'm like I'm I'm crippled just like everybody else. Sure, but you're you know? still able to set, be out there slinging smiles. I have been slinging some smiles. I did it today. <laughs> yeah. Now, now I just do it with a mask. Dude, on. that's the best part about that business in particular. Like obviously you have to be financially stable to keep that mission alive but yeah dude the real or. dude the real cream off of that is like building that community and like being able to see i mean watching kids that you knew five years ago when you started this yes and Graduating seeing where they are school. now yeah this like, that's huge yeah that's some of the kids that that were like driving the golf carts up sure. shouldn't have been probably stole it from their parents yeah. in the garden district <laughs> Yeah. Are graduated this year. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah. You basically watched them learn how to drive from the ground up. Yeah. I did. I prayed That's for their families. Well, yeah. Really. <laughs> families with kids that are learning how to drive. I don't know how they do it, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. So that was, uh, that was kind of a neat thing. And man, I, you know, uh, hats off to Evergreen Creative. Yeah, uh, dude. Josh, Josh, Josh Bain is incredible. I, I, he was my he was my first contact there. I said, "Hey, dude, I need a fifteen second video. I'll be there and in a, a sixty second video, and I need to not look like an idiot." You know, he's like, "Well, I'm not. I can do the I'm video." He got, he got halfway there. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, he did the best job he could. So with what he was working with. Today we're we're all posseed up here in the clock tower to discuss downtown and revitalizing downtown and the importance of why downtowns in any city are important um, and why like everything else that I talk about, why it's important to keep money within the confines of the community as long as possible, because everybody's got a red lobster they want to go to, or everybody's got a whatever they want to go to. And typically a lot of those funds that would normally stay and circulate throughout our local economy gets vacuumed up to Lord knows where, um, which is a huge, I think there's a big uh, disconnect between awareness about how that works and why it's, I won't say fiscally irresponsible to spend at chains, but I will also say it is more fiscally responsible to spend within small businesses 
create those relationships, get those baseball teams uh, sponsored and all that yeah. stuff. Because I mean, think about it this way. If you were going to give a birthday card with a $20 bill in, in it, would mm-hmm. you just give it to a stranger? A stranger? Or would you give it to someone that you're related to or that you know or that Got you've some had some of, kind of contact? Yep. Um, it's it's a similar principle when you're approaching small businesses. Hmm? You're literally supporting my family. Yes. Uh, and, and all we want to do is help create a positive memory for you. Hmm? And we do that with ice cream. Yeah. And now we do it with sandwiches and chili dogs and that kind of thing. Hmm? But our job is to help create positive mem- memories for you. Yes. And in turn... You help us stay living here mm-hmm. indoors with groceries, ideally indoor plumbing, <laughs> sure. all that good stuff. Air conditioning. Air conditioning. Yeah. 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 Important stuff. And that's, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people don't have the time to worry about that sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like a lot of families nowadays are so hand to mouth in a lot of ways that they've got to look for the cheapest viable option rather yes. than do the local thing. Yeah. Like, so that, that creates whatever, but we're basically here to figure out uh, how we can fix that. But, you well, know, even with right? any type of budgeting, uh, it, it becomes so important to kind of plan ahead and look into that. You know, when, when I would go so far as to say it's not viably, you know, economically viable to, to spend all your money at these big chains and stuff because <laughs> the money leaves our community. Yeah. Um, you know, when, when a customer comes in and spends money with me, I eat at Brett's three times a week at least. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm very conscious to spend my money locally. And, and in turn, those local people that I spend with are also very conscious. So that that profit and that dollar stays in our community. And it's, mm-hmm. it's more more than even baseball teams and sponsorships oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's a part of it. But a huge thing of it is just economic development and mm-hmm. jobs. Sure. You, you know, if we're spending locally, we're creating local jobs for local people and they're going to be better jobs. And that all boats rise with the tide at that point. Yeah, my neighbor's sure. property value goes up, sure. mine goes up. That's right. Yeah. Sure. It's investing, literally investing your time in your area yeah, and hopes that, uh, that investment pays off yeah. down the road. I mean, I've never met a dude that had made a, made that kind of commitment to, or lady, I say dude, just <laughs> vaguely anyway. Uh, I've never met a person that has ever regretted trying to do what they feel is right. You know what I mean? Right. Like sure. that's I've, everybody that I know that's not done that. Yeah. regrets it almost immediately. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So I feel like, uh, I feel like communication is the, the way to resolve anxiety. I think communication is a way to resolve, um, judgment among people and dude. Yeah. Like we're all in this raggedy thing together. We need to might as well patch it up where we can well, and leave it better than we found it. Well, I think also when you're supporting that local business owner, you're definitely supporting that identity and what yeah. you're starting to see that now with downtown where, you know, you got everybody working together. You have sticks and cones, you got uh, Michael Kidwell's framing, you mm-hmm. got mural city. So I think once Dothan or especially downtown Dothan has an identity, more people are going to start investing into mm-hmm. downtown oh, yeah. because Absolutely. in the past, what, 20 years, 30 years, everything has been invested out to the circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that was the way it, you know, that's you why those, the money. Yep. They chose the money. They chose the, you know, the, the road traffic over the local, businessman mm-hmm. and so i think now you're starting to see that shift and getting that like you said getting that out to people they're going to want to support yeah. that sure Ooh, i just got philosophical in my brain just a second ago have you ever read have you ever read the, the Tao by lao tzu yeah it's talking about he, he talks about i mean me the focus that. is on the wheel the focus is on the wheel but the only thing that makes that wheel go around it's is the axle hub. yeah uh, Mm-hmm. And, you it's know, the center. scientifically speaking, I guess it, there's a ton of studies out right now 
um, where they've studied towns just like ours that have gone through kind of this transformation mm-hmm. where downtown was the hub. Montgomery, uh, dude. Montgomery yeah. just... I mean, they're not done, but yeah, they they embarked on a long. The traffic battle. circles build up. The 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 mini malls. The the everybody's strip malls conditioned fill up. to know where everything is. Yeah, well, then the downtown suffers, whatever, and then the whole town ends up suffering. And what they're finding in all of these studies is there's two really key components that help bring back a city, and one of them is the arts, and the other one is a vibrant, healthy downtown. They they they've proven that it's almost a, a you know a good thermometer for for the city in general of course of course and you see that like you said nashville atlanta Mm -hmm. um i mean they're everywhere they're popping up i mean miami has winwood has i mean if you ever had the chance to go which i'm from miami so winwood county represent absolutely 305 (laughs) but i mean there's nothing like that you go to winwood and i mean that was a rough part of town that nobody dared to walk through and now i mean you're buying 500 freaking bags and multi-thousand dollar art pieces Mm -hmm. and it started from nothing Mm -hmm. and so that, that not to get philosophical, but you know, that's definitely Nelson Mandela had one. Everything seems impossible until it's done. Dude, field yeah, of dreams, so, man. Exactly the right. field of dreams. I, you know, I, uh, I moved here, uh, 12 years ago this month mm-hmm. and from Houston, Texas. Happy anniversary. Hey, thanks. It's good to be here. Um, but I wa- one of the first things I did was walk downtown yeah. and it was scary 12 years ago. Think <laughs> about it. I lived okay. there. Yeah. Yeah, I right? lived in downtown 12 years yeah, ago. It's yeah. 2000. It was called Little Baghdad or something like that. Do <laughs> what? Wasn't it called like Baghdad? Little Baghdad? Somebody told me it was Little like Baghdad? I've never heard that. It, it was terrible. So. Somebody, <laughs> somebody told me. No, it, it, was, it was right here. I was like, <laughs> really? I got to tell you, it was, uh, yeah, not from what I've seen, but hey, it was, it was still scary. It was one of those places that you probably wouldn't want to be after dark. And now. My bedroom was in there, man. You got chill. <laughs> well, yeah. My, I mean, my wife lived. I was there, probably yeah. you probably one of those that we were afraid of. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> you were probably on the list. I mean, you're the problem. Nah, you don't know you. You can't be my size for 37 years with this mouth <laughs> right? and not be able to intimidate no, some folks it. to an extent. But you, totally you know what's a trip though? So all of you guys are transplants, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you know, for the most part. So I'm I'm the only I'm born and raised Native. here. Let's I've get been, been here. I hadn't been here all my life, but but I was born and raised here. So I can remember one of the reasons that I opened up a business downtown, my grandfather, when I was little, I would come down and spend the summers and we would go downtown and shopping. Mm-hmm. And it was this cool, vibrant place. He worked at a really upscale men's store after he retired. You know what I mean? Like it was a, it was a cool place to go walk around and eat. And so when I, you know, as I got older, I said, well, I want to start a business. That was my first kind of thing. I was sure. walking around downtown and I was like, man, this would, this would be really cool. And at the time there was nothing else. We were seven and a half years ago. Yeah. There were two or three other yeah. businesses, Bella's was getting, getting going really mm-hmm. well. And a few other little places um, were just kind of getting started. People thought I was nuts. Foster Fest was just getting ramped up. Oh yeah. It was just right. a little car show at the yeah. time, you know, but people thought I was nuts. They're like, you're going to go downtown. Like, right. why don't you go on the surf? Was I'm Bistro like, down there at the time or was uh river Nile down there? River Nile. River Nile. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Oak One Fifty One might have been there for a minute. Not, well, yeah, they came in after. Yeah, yeah. After, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After River Nile. Yeah. Hey, I I, I solicited some um, uh, some downtown vendors. I just said, hey, we're going to be on the local podcast, and is there any anything that you would want uh, the listeners to discuss? Know? Yeah, and first, perfect. absolutely. I said, if you got a special or a specialty, uh, we want we want to feature you hundred percent. So I mean, I I just wanted to. Give a shout out to Bird and Bean Coffee. They're like my shot in the morning, you know, oh, when, yeah, I, when I'm just a little bit dull. The Keatons uh, are phenomenal people. They are. Yeah, yeah. they are. They, uh, they Right now they have a New Orleans ice latte, which is a dark, cold brew with chicory, cane like sugar. That. Come on Sounds now. Good. And the picture is beautiful. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. Dude, yeah. 
there's so many good businesses downtown too. Like if you just go high five the people that own them and just get to know them, you're like, Oh, that's why you're here. Yeah. And then dude, that mission lives in everybody that's down there for the most part. Like there's a couple that are just like kind of flying by the seat of their pants, making, making weird moves left and right. But I mean, (laughs) there, I mean, listen, you can't have a tree without some shade, you know, Well, you know, something too, that happens a lot that social media, you know, tends to focus on the negative, but you know, so people will always kind of focus on whether some buildings that aren't quite great yet or some things or whatever. But since I've been downtown in, in the last seven years, man, I've seen it grow like a hundred percent. Oh yeah. You know how many businesses have come like a dozen new businesses that are well established and are there now. And we've got two new ones coming in um, that, that are just starting now. Uh, Raven McDonald has a place called the Ooh, rack. Yeah. It's a yeah. vintage clothing and really cool. Yeah. She's going to have some event space. She's on main street kind of between Houston place and uh, Porter hardware. Mm-hmm. And then let me make sure I get the is name. Is that where right. short stuff photography is? It is right yes. next, right next door okay. to Keisha right door. and over on North Foster, kind of where Sonny's is now in, the, in that building mm-hmm. um, we've got a new one coming in called Gypsy Studio oh, right. that's a boutique yeah it's a really cool yeah. store so there's still constantly new businesses coming in mm-hmm. and yeah. Joel can tell you about his uh, big development and stuff yeah. that he's we doing need I mean, we've got some really Joel, cool Joel yeah Castillo. probably so yeah well, yeah, I mean, I appreciate you guys first off for inviting me. I guess we should have started sure. off that way. Yeah, I'm just too excited yeah. to just we don't do that. get gung-ho on it's it. Yeah, just an operation. Yeah, shoot absolutely. from the hip, man. We're all, it's casual Friday. <laughs> but like like Michael was saying, I, I think he hit it on the nail. I mean, we're, we are getting more people downtown mm-hmm. and more than I've ever seen. Granted, I've been here since like 2012, back and forth. But I think, you know, everybody keeps talking about this coronavirus and how it's derailing everybody's plans. But I do see, even though that may be true, this is opening a lot of opportunities really to start is. attracting more people that had kind of focused out on the ring to come downtown. Mm-hmm. And I think what you see right now is the city is definitely motivated and trying to make that happen. For sure. Uh, and, the- and that's a good sight to see for, for us, you know, and for me deciding to stay here, sort of like what Brett said, I decided to stay. I mean, initially my plan was to go to New Orleans, so I probably got to try yeah, that yeah. drink. Yeah, right. Um, but New Orleans was my place where I had in mind. Uh, but then just walking downtown and seeing all these new ideas, I mean, Mural City Coffee, shout mm-hmm. out to them, yeah. was definitely a big driving force for me. Brett, Sticks yeah. and Scones, I mean, the name alone was attractive. I was like, that is awesome. Um, and so that's how we ended up here downtown. Um, I partnered up with some guys with uh, Hernandez Consulting Construction out of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're also partnered up with the New Orleans uh, Redevelopment Fund, so also known as North. And we were able to get the St. Andrews Market, uh, which we're going to be switching up the name to its original, the Malone Building. Yeah. And oh, it, nice. Yeah, we it's going to be to the Malone Building, which used to be the Ford, Ford Company. Ford uh, I think I showed you a couple mm-hmm. times. They, they have still some original Did receipts. you know I started in that building? Did you really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I started manufacturing popsicles yes. in that building, yes, in that you, kitchen. I do remember that, along mm-hmm. with Hot's Deli. Yep. Hot's yeah. Deli was in there. There was about to be a There's Brazilian the coffee bean, dude. There, the coffee song, bean. Yeah. Uh, Lisa's Celebrations was in there. There was Cup a pizza. All, I think was in there too. Antique yeah. attic. Warren, so. Warren yeah. from Antique attic. Was, yeah. I had a spot. In it there. was a, it was really, I was in there. What was the, the, and the sandwich shop the, that had the Philly? You know. Yeah. That's oh. awesome. And, and I wish KJ's. We KJ what? Shack? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah teriyaki Philly? Oh, my God. They yeah. had a good deli the in there, best. too? Had a, no, they had a, a teriyaki truck. Philly that is amazing. They're still yeah. around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they still have a food wow. truck, yeah. but they were in there. And that's a great building. It has it the original trolley system because what mm-hmm. they would used to do, Ford would build the parts. They would ship them kind of partially assembled to the dealerships, and they would actually build them. Yeah, literally just push them. I mean, if yeah. you guys, I, I know I've showed him. I don't know if you've, like, oh, yeah. it sounds yeah. like you've seen them yeah, already, yeah, but I mean, it is an awesome building full yeah. of history. Uh, I've actually sent out a couple uh, 
duplicate receipts from the 1947 to a couple of business owners. The Coca-Cola plant mm -hmm. had a couple. Uh, I need to get out, reach out to Dothan Eagle. They have, a, you know, their original 1947 duplicate receipt. Oh, right. They purchased. So <laughs> I think those are really cool parts. But so that that team I'm partnered up with New Orleans. I mean, that is their main focus is preserving historical buildings and doing something that's going to help the community. 100%. And so right now our plan is we're looking at 18 lofts. We would say more luxury loft style with mm -hmm. the mezzanine. And then it's going to be a 4,000 square foot commercial side. Uh, I mean, if anybody knows anybody who's trying to open a restaurant or a lounge, I think that would be amazing. For sure. On South Andrews. Uh, well, South Andrews. Andrews. Yep. Yeah. But uh, I do see that block specifically is going to definitely be complementing with Foster Fest. Oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You got SEAC that owns a building around the corner. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Mural City has already done the 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 basically revitalization, uh, the beginnings of the revitalization down there uh, on South Foster. On the south side of the, I guess the south side of the tracks. Yep. Uh, I mean, they 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 roast their own coffee. They've got over fifty teas, uh, varieties of teas, mm -hmm. and uh, they're very careful in and in, in the way that they handle things. And that's, I mean, it's it's perfect for. Uh, I mean, if I'm, what if I'm going to Acom? Right. I'm living in a loft apartment. I'm getting my coffee, and then I'm going to class. Mm -hmm. You know, absolutely. They laid the foundation, but. I mean, looking in the future, we're talking about all these businesses coming down. I do see South, you know, St. Andrew's Street and, and as a whole being the artsy side. Yeah. yeah. You know, like Foster has that, you know, the bar, mm -hmm. the coffee shop. Mm -hmm. But St. Andrew's has all the recipes to be like a Winwood or like yeah. the Beltline mm -hmm. style where you have Atlanta, yeah. where you have or artists. Like Second yeah. Avenue in Birmingham. Oh, man. Yeah. But even yeah. Montgomery has style. And so I think there's so much opportunity for St. Andrew's that we're hoping that once our building starts kicking off, it's gonna just SEAC's gonna be get more encouraged yeah. and motivated, and and I think sky's the limit, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, rain. Uh, Absolutely, rain. rain. Yeah, they did a heck of a uh, job. What they've been open just a year, under a year. Yeah, yeah. Just they opened right before New Year's, I think. I mean, yeah. right before Thanksgiving. And they're yep. they're kicking it. I mean, yeah. they, they uh, of course they they suffered with COVID because everything for sure shut it down. That was a tricky thing, especially with like food service or yeah. anything in the service industry. COVID wreaked havoc on that because a lot yeah. of places because there's so it's so tip heavy yeah your payroll yeah. protection is based on those numbers and with a place like rain that only has two months of books yeah right I mean, the weekends man yeah. you survive off the weekends yeah, like Shaq said yeah mm -hmm. and i think that makes you know that goes full circle you know yeah. the importance of supporting your local business you know owners yeah. and your dude, local spots yeah. I mean, i've had i've had friends now. close businesses that i was like dude how that's yeah. terrible and like, we, yeah. we lost one downtown that had been there 19 years yeah you, you yeah. know one of a kind of a beloved beloved spot that didn't yeah. make it through the covid uh yeah. I, yeah, i know that i know that yeah, all yeah, too yeah. well that one really yeah. bummed me out yeah um, rain opens at 5 p.m by the way <laughs> right on fridays and they have phenomenal food now and they have happy hour till seven and the music point. starts at eight speaking of music you want to do a parenthetical all right. A noise ordinance parenthetical. Oh, we can get in. Oh, so yeah, what is, that? what is what has been the discussion? Like I know it's they're trying to figure out a legit noise curfew. Should that's I, that's what I should I step out of the room? I feel like I'm gonna be the evil guy. No, no you're good. You're the evil guy? I'm right no, here, man. No, 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 there's no evil guy. We have absolutely nothing to do with going with what's going to happen. Sure. So um, this is just opinion of downtown people that yeah. are gonna be affected by it. Absolutely. Well, here's what I here's what I've learned. I, I I am not a nightlife person. Sure. Because I'm almost fifty years old. I'm bad at nightlife. Yeah. Because I'm too good at it. 
Oh, I see. And so I just stay in there all the time. Yeah, I get it. I don't it. like it. I get it. Can't get anything done. If if I were to, if, what I've learned is if I own a place like this, usually I'm not going to get up and going. Like for me, lunch hour is it. Like 11.30 to 1.30, that's when I make the most money. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, because I'm a lunch spot. But if I'm a club, like 11.30 to 1.30 or 2, right. in that's- the evening, in the morning, that's, That's when I make the spot, most money. Yeah, for sure. But then I hear that there's noise uh, putting on the kibosh of the, the, sure. the noise. Outdoor stuff, and you know, for I, sure. It's, what, a, what a delicate balance that is. You know, because you've got more residents coming downtown, but you also want nightlife downtown. It's, you know, I saw a cartoon. Did I send the cartoon to you guys? It was a far side cartoon. It's like yeah, yeah. this, uh, the studies for migraine headaches building ladies coming out there with these pitchforks and they're storming the the marching band company over and you know right beside <laughs> yeah. it you know it's it, it's a it's 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 a tension to manage right now yeah you know it's hard too because there's been such a lull in that world right yeah for th- four or five months now just about yes and residents have really settled into that you know uh-huh. what i mean because yeah. they haven't had that so i could uh, I see so. on their end i don't know who I don't know who started the motion to start looking uh, into this, to be honest with you. Mm. I feel like with the amount of money that we've invested as a city with Foster Fest and with all the things that go on down there, like there's bands playing till at least 10 on the South stage. Right. And then the plant's going till 11 at best right now. Yeah. Typically. Right. Um, I feel like that works. I wouldn't cut my grass in a neighborhood at after dark just because I'm not a psychopath, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. And I respect my neighbors. Sure. But I mean, it's just tough, man. It's it's a it's a very fine line. Yeah. And it's and, and unfortunately I don't think anybody would really ever be happy. No. Um, well, but I, yeah. I think it's you know, you got to find a balance. But I do what I think personally is like you were saying, I don't know how often I don't party as much even though I'm only 33, but it's Dothan, Alabama, so I don't know how many people are staying till two, three o'clock in the morning. Sure. Um, now that being said, I think if you have like us, for example, a loft downtown where you're having 50, 60 plus people living there, mm-hmm. you're going to have more people going in between 10 and yeah. 12 already to begin with. Yeah. Sure. So I think you're still going to be okay as a business. I think the more people who live downtown, the more everybody. hundred percent. That's one of the big things when I moved back to Dothan, um, I was looking for places to live and Houston place was on the top of my list. But I had a dog, and at the time, the dude that it was before uh, the current owner took it over, and they were like, "No, you can't have any dogs." And I was like, "All right, well, you can't have any dollars." So <laughs> yeah. I moved to the country club for a little bit, and then found a buddy of mine owns the house on the corner of uh, South Foster and Lafayette Street, yeah. Lafayette actually, Lafayette. depending on where you're from. And um, I lived there for three years. Uh, the my room was the on the corner of the house where Pilchers and the other ambulance service would stop, throw their siren on, yep. and roll out. Right. And come flying through downtown. Yeah. And uh, I guess uh, Mural City has helped kind of curb that sure. to where they'll keep it chill yeah. until they get on Main Street. But yeah. How did that make you feel? Like, I mean, that's a perfect example. Like, how did you feel about that when you lived there? Like, Dude, that noise or. I didn't mind it, but I grew up like, I won't get into everything, but I've slept in the 
bushes on that block. Like, <laughs> I that been, must have been a good night. <laughs> that, that, it was. It was a lot better than. Today. It was a lot better than what was going on where I was gonna sleep. <clears throat> and it was just like, yeah, I just. I I went to church on the corner of uh, Lafayette Street and uh, St Andrews, and so I grew up going to that church. And then like, anytime things were just gnarly at the house, and I needed to be not there. Um, I head towards the church because that was my sanctuary. That was my beacon of hope. And that was where I felt the safest. And, uh, yeah, dude, if the doors were locked, I just sleep in the bushes. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, like it's people just knowing people that have stories like that and figuring out like, all right, let's get everybody's experiences together. Let's shuffle it together Mm -hmm. and get a real plan because there's real passion in this room. Well, for a million reasons, the questions I have in that discussion is, is there a correlation to you can't have loud music outside and nobody's going to be there anymore? Dude, I can hear stuff from my house in the Garden District from rain. (laughs) Is that right? Yeah. Wow. So I'm I'm going to share this. But like, and I love it. Like, they're not shutting down football games until they're over. Right. And they're every stadium's wrapped up with houses around it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but they're not finishing at one o'clock in the morning. Though. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's the catch. And, and I'll let Michael speak after this, but for sure, like New Orleans, I think is they just updated their noise ordinance now, mm-hmm. where I think it makes sense. Like, okay, this block more people live in, sure. so anything surrounding this area sure. needs to be limited. Mm-hmm. And whereas this one, not many people are living. You're on bourbon. You know what you're getting yeah. into on bourbon. The magazine's a little chiller. Exactly. The magazine's a little bit more chill. So I think something like that where you have a, you have to find that compromise where everybody, you know, you're not, you don't want to see a company like Rain suffer when no. they've already suffered so much no, gosh, with yes. coronavirus. So I think like I told Rain and I think I, Darren's the same. It's just working together. Mm-hmm. And I think you have a yeah. collective team where everybody's pretty open yeah. at working Michael together. said it best, you know, communicating. Is that Absolutely. Absolutely. You said it, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's all so it is. The, the thing is, though, for for like Rain and for for KTs and, and, and the the other bars that are there, there's a there's a district in in Dothan that, that there's only four blocks in all of Dothan that you can open that type of establishment. Sure, not just in downtown, but in the whole city, the the entertainment district or the overlay, you know, however the city does the yeah. maps. There are literally only four blocks in all of Dothan wow. where you can do that, and and these businesses are already there so and i have a unique perspective because i own a business downtown mm-hmm. on north foster street 280 north foster street uh <laughs> frame it up right, right frame it up see it like love it frame it so um so i have a nine to five business i'm there during the daytime mm-hmm. and but i also remember uh not that long ago where when five o'clock the sidewalks rolled up that was I, it. oh yeah dust bunnies down the street well, and, and, and luckily know, we've had more more and more stuff come in and yeah. whatever but also i'm also a resident downtown mm-hmm. Um, so I have that perspective too. And mm-hmm. part of the reason we move there and I don't go out a whole lot or whatever, but, but we still, we enjoy the nightlife. I love going to rain here, a lot mm-hmm. band. I love going over to KT's and getting a pizza, doing sure. trivia, yeah, going dude. to read, you know, they've got a place, uh, Robin Dave's now. Dude, that place game is so rad. Sick, dude. It's really cool. And, and eat a pizza. Sure. You know, so we really enjoy that. And, and part of, 
part of it was the music and the the nightlife, the energy, being able to just leave from 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 my apartment, walk over there and hang out and walk back. You know, it's, it's a really cool vibe. And like a lot of the people, there's about thirty people that live in our building. Um, there's a handful of them they work at these places. You, you know what I mean? That's what the reason they live there. Mm-hmm. So so it's kind of a kind of a hand in hand thing. We want the daytown da- downtown vibe. We want the daytown businesses to do well, but we also want a nightlife. That's yeah. sure. That's part of the entertainment. You want a industry. you want a downtown that operates twenty four seven. Sure, you know for sure. And realistically, an interesting uh, dynamic with downtown because yeah. you go a little further south on South St. Andrews, you got the Thirsty Pig, and then right adjacent, you've got a homeless shelter. Hmm? You know, it's like a lot of juxtaposition. Down there's there, a lot sure. of there's so much diversity yeah. in that. That's uh, the best way to put it. The, the cool thing about the noise <laughs> ordinance, I will say this, the cool thing about the noise ordinance, and like we may not all agree on the times and all oh, that kind yeah. of stuff, but it's a it's a sign of growing pains, which for me, it's being progress. a downtown business that's been there for a yeah. while, I still am happy about it. Like even whether I disagree with well, somebody on yeah. it. It's on the luckily, docket. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, the city like, the city has has graciously, you know, some people spoke up, say we don't we don't like it, we don't, whatever, so they're going to hear it, you know. Um, so kudos to the, the, you know, our commissioners for, for doing that but um but on the on the flip side of it it's just a growing pain which is yeah. terrific to see man i, yeah. I, I want to see yeah. all the growing pains yeah and i definitely yeah. i would like I'm, I'm really happy that they're actually looking at other cities too mm-hmm. i mean yeah. new orleans is i think a very extreme example yeah but looking at birmingham montgomery mm-hmm. and seeing how because they have a lot of restaurants yeah and bars, auburn right, right below like just did a lot mm-hmm. yeah. um so i think using them as an example but I really don't see Dothan ever really being a twenty four seven. I just dude. I don't think we it's have sleepy, that allure man. just yet. Maybe <laughs> in a couple of years. It's a drowsy town. Um, but I I think I would love to see what the difference is. You know, because I think we agreed and or we were open to them pushing. I think to eleven during the weekdays. Mm-hmm. You can correct me. And then I think yeah. on the weekends we pushed to twelve with the full expectations that they're probably going to be closing up at twelve thirty. And when I say closing out, I'm taking the fun inside. Yeah. Um, but when you say you can hear the sound from Garden District, I love it though. Imagine where the St. Andrews yeah. building is, you know, with yeah. the Malone. I'm gonna start calling it the Malone so we don't get confused. Sure. Mm-hmm. With these giant windows vibrating at mm-hmm. one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is a huge compromise. And, and I think, you know, it's like you said, it's cash 22. Do you want more people living downtown, bringing more revenue, having more activities to do? Or it depends. So it really does. If both. it's, it's so hard. Yeah. It's so hard. We want both. You yeah. have the opportunity though. Like when you go into that, especially a, a blank slate type project for housing. And if you know that that's a potential thing in the beginning, you can make steps to market it further, soundproof it and be ahead of the curve for if this thing just goes by the wayside and everybody it's, it turns into wild west down there. And, and, and two though, the people, like and I said, the people, a, that it's a, a financial, it's that a, is a huge financial. Oh, yeah, and and yeah. then you start getting into like, who's going to be responsible for paying, paying for that. And then also using other ordinance, which I think they were at a hundred foot. I don't know what's going to change. I think they were saying they're going to have some changes, which they haven't released. Uh, I think that's the whole purpose of the meeting on July 17th. I think it is. Right. Um, but I think as it stands right now, it's a hundred feet. Mm-hmm. Which is nothing. Dude, I, I mean, can throw that far. It really, like our building terrain is probably 120 feet, yeah, 130 feet maybe. So I, I definitely think it's got to be fair. And I think the decibels was the safest, which is why I mentioned the meeting, which is at what New Orleans actually. Yeah, uh, keep it like, below 130 or whatever. Decibels. You know, if you want to have music outside still, but it has to be below a certain decibel. Mm-hmm. Like nobody's saying you have to completely shut down, but I don't know if you're respectful. Be partying at two o'clock in the morning. I think yeah. that's why you also have chill. Yeah, which is more it's, of a. 
it's, it's well that's new. the other thing is they have the outdoor back patio as well but they have yeah. zero residential around them that too but they're I, I haven't been to chill in a hot minute but in the interior is pretty loud it is jumping inside. i mean it's extremely loud and i don't think that rain is a different atmosphere it's a different yeah. dude i know he's it's trying to more, more chill than chill is exactly it's more chill than chill and there's more people making it rain at chill it is. than it rain right? <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> stranger <laughs> i don't know it's new do you remember when digital billboards came to dothan and it's like ah, oh, we've got to have we got to determine how many lumens these can be do you remember that yeah yeah it's like so this people, one that used they just took it down right here in front of a uh, crispy cream's driveway on yeah. main street i would be driving home at two in the morning from anywhere and i'd be sober as a judge well not that that drunk i'd be so i'd be pretty sober um is that my ac it's i don't right. want that to go on good oh it's not picking it up in the mics perfect um but yeah you go by this crazy billboard and your retinas would melt right from <laughs> your rear view and then you yeah. immediately think you're getting pulled over sure and have a panic attack and but you're you like know they, it's like they go out they check the lumens and it's like what are we gonna have to have the lumens police you know <laughs> but it was new sure you know? it was new what 10 years ago mm -hmm. this is the same kind of thing it's it's just anytime we have something new we can't just be resistant to it we need to converse about it yeah uh until it becomes a part of who we are situations are not solid you know what i mean like yeah. you can manipulate them now more can, than ever yeah. yeah you can people and opinions they're malleable and so communication well, is I what mean, makes yeah. those look at what's going on now with statues, flags, I sure. mean, everything is jokes. Crip, I, I actually just saw, I, I just saw a stand up yesterday with Jim Jeffries and he's like, you know, now I'm getting all this feedback when I made a joke. He's like, the line was Sometimes here. Sometimes it doesn't. You know, it was totally acceptable for me to make that joke. Yeah. But 10 years later, now it's not. You no. can't judge me right. for that. And, and, and I think yeah, he has some truth to that. I mean, yes. it's absolutely true. Um, but I did have a question for everybody since we're all here. Sure. If you can have one thing downtown Dothan, what would it be? Like, I think that I, I love to, to know if you could have one, just one ask, what would it be downtown? I had one from when I lived there and it was a sushi place. Okay. <laughs> Japanese Definitely food. not what I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's, the wheels are spinning over there, Brett. Well, we've talked the wheels about it. Are we've spinning. talked about it. Uh, yeah. One thing, though. We've talked about a lot of things. I'm saying one thing. I've you, talked about a newsstand down there, like a bodega-type right, thing. That's you, how you start the 24-hour city. Yeah. You can get, like... You build it, man. They'll come. Crappy tacos. It might not be the day that you want. Well, it's not the eagle. hot dog rollers. The, the day. It's just that I don't think we're that big of a city just yet where we're having 24-7 ops anywhere. No. I mean, Walmart's lit at 2 in the morning. It's also, I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'm not trying to hang out with those fools at 3.30. But, but, you know, I think we could be in part of, that's kind of a big part of the draw for downtown. There is a nightlife, you know, and as we kind of grow that and, and see what that's going to be, yeah. man, it's, it's kind of cool because it, um, you, you know, I grew up going to places like Five Points. So, where yeah. there was just this cool little area where you could just walk around, yeah. you could eat, you could go Secura, do different types East of Atlanta. stuff. Yeah, so, and we have the potential, maybe mm -hmm. not to be five points, but we have the potential mm -hmm. to have that 
very cool vibe, very cool feel where you can mm -hmm. park and you can walk yeah. and do different stuff. You can come down and eat. And that's kind of, it kind of mirrors what we do in the daytime. We're all about, you know, when people come downtown, we want them not just to come to one place. Um, we, we want them to make it an experience. Because you can come down. Yeah. yeah, you can come drop a picture off at my shop, go to Brett's yeah. and eat lunch, go get a cup of coffee. You mm -hmm. can go shopping, yeah. hit the boutiques, get some gifts. You know, there's a lot of stuff that you can do. And, and so we, we kind of want to mirror that in the nighttime too, you know, to have a lot of different... Mm -hmm. Um, you, where you can go and eat or, sure. you know, Diablo's is open later now, mm -hmm. um, which is fantastic because it's yeah, right across the street right. from me and they have great yeah, food. Yeah. Um, so Diablo's is open later. So the more things that we have that kind of, you know, broach into that, those later hours, so, uh, the better. And I think that'll help too for, for tenants, people who want to live down here. It makes it great to be able to, I mean, one of my favorite things is just being able to walk out of the apartment and you can't really do that too many places in no America. not in america you know, at least it's, yeah yeah you know, the downtown is kind of right? a place for that yeah. so i think that's part of the cool feel of it and the cool so thing that we look mm -hmm. at you know so your one thing is more restaurants um not necessarily more restaurants just i, I don't know more more businesses in general i think you uh, know, I, we asked ourselves that question we were inside the nest which was a business incubator there were supposedly four businesses in there there was really mm -hmm. only two and then the third and then anyway whatever so uh but it was perfect for us it's exactly what we needed um but then as we tended store there i needed a i i wanted a restaurant that i could get something really fast something that tasted good uh and had variety you know and that was yeah. affordable so that if if I didn't bring my lunch, I wasn't breaking the bank. Mm -hmm. And basically McDonald's was all that was down there at the time. Yeah. That kind of fit that bill, but there wasn't variety. And then, then I'm paying $8 for a Big Mac and I'm like, Ugh, I'm feeling nasty. And so, you, yeah. And then I feel like I ate glue. Not only that, but as a local business owner, it bums you out a little bit to have to spend money in one spot where it's like a monopoly on yeah whatever. And, and I'll so tell you, we built we built the restaurant right. The st sticks and cones was a result of the need that we had, mm -hmm. and that we also saw. We just asked people, "What if we started selling chicken salad?" Sure, that kind of thing. So we built it. Uh, I mean, it's not it's not that we're the end all. You know, we're not done. Uh, downtown's not done by any means. Yeah. No. I loved it. I love to see the arts develop. I love yeah, I sure. love the idea of uh, kids exploring the arts and finding their voice, and then finding a passion and finding a skill and a place uh, to showcase it. Exactly, that's, that's, that's and a place really to showcase important. it. Yeah, that's, that's really important. I, I think we're on the same page. At least, if I had to choose that one thing, that's kind of what I was what I would like to see. Yeah. A, community you know, center. In that tandem brought... with our project, like a, uh, a farmer, a legitimate farmer's market location yeah. downtown. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. That is Wouldn't a slash community garden where you're actually having people who live downtown that can be like, Hey, well, there is no grocery store. So let's solve our own issues. Well, you they do have that I mean? food depot still. They do have the food depot, but I'm uh, dude, I used to shop there all the time. Uh, if you go in the back and get that lunch, it's off the charts. I'm, I'm definitely not knocking it, but when, oh, no, when we're talking about like coming downtown, I guess in my mind, again, you're living Europe for as long as I did kind of ruined it for me. But that is like a thing to do. Single oh, yeah. with your family. It didn't mm -hmm. matter. You would go to the farmer's market. Yeah. You'd get a snack. You'd mm -hmm. get your meals for the day if you wanted. And if you didn't, you'd end up just grabbing something and going to drink beer next to your sure. wherever yeah. the nearest bar is. Mm -hmm. um, so I think having that farmer's market 
slash community and I've seen some really good ones in Raleigh. Uh, there's actually one, don't quote me, Pensacola, I think has a really cool one. And what they're doing, the community impact, not only the improvement to the downtown, but the community impact is amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're showing these kids what fruits are, what mm-hmm. vegetables are, how to yeah. grow them. Uh, they're giving back to those lower incomes, to the older generation yeah. that are living in these assisted home assisted living. And I think that would be amazing because it literally kills two birds with one stone. Um, and that's what I would love mm-hmm. to see uh, downtown yeah. aside with our project. When I was living there, one of the big things that I realized was like, all right, we have zero societal infrastructure as a downtown. There wasn't groceries. There wasn't any, I mean, you, at the time there was a Moe's down there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which is rad. Like that Moe's. Yeah. I ate there all the time. Well, there was Moe's. And at that time it was, a it was, um, delectable edibles. Yep. Uh, and Foster street bakery, I think Foster street bakery. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bistro River Nile, mm-hmm. Oak One Fifty One. Oh man, we had ABC. Uh, we had Miss Boomers for a while. New Boomers, oh, I missed that place. OG Boomers, uh, I missed that. Poplar oh, Head, original. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard a lot of great things Boomers. about. it. I never got to see it though. Yeah, it was incredible. They, yeah. It was the first. Whatever happened to? I've heard so many good things about it, and it just seems like it just just didn't Poplar didn't work Head? out. Didn't work out. Yeah, there's a a lot of ownership issues. Like they transferred that business into another to another owner, and I mean. You can't take, it's like me taking over Kidwell's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just doesn't, Yeah, it, right. it's obviously not going to be the exact same as it was. Yeah, can you imagine that if I just, you don't show up and I just start exactly. taking over? It's like, hey, yeah. you want ice cream? But you I know, mean, I think the kids would run away, though. That's one of the <laughs> coolest things about downtown right now. All of our businesses are very personality driven. They're sure. very much, when you go to Sticks and Cones, yeah. it's very, you feel Brett's personality. When you go to the Thirsty Pig, you feel Carrie's personality yeah every business we have downtown that is really a reflection and that's really what makes to me downtown special is those people for sure if you get to know those business owners man these businesses are a reflection of them and it's It's really that's what scares me about it though you know if i drop dead tomorrow (laughs) man i don't want my place to suck you know i'm trying to sure i'm trying to speak into my team which you know is a majority of my family which may be why they don't listen i don't don't know anyway um (laughs) You know, just trying try to value this. Yeah. It's like, this is how we keep our lights on, you know, yeah. but yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But, you know, that, it scares me. If sure. I drop dead, I don't want the I don't want the business to die. Well, because of the, of, because it, it's gone down with a personality. One of the hardest things about being an entrepreneur is you'll never get another human being to be as fully invested oh, and passionate absolutely. and see the that. dream the way that you absolutely. do, no matter how hard yeah. you try. The, you know, it's, it's, I get it's that all the those time. Things. Yeah. I get that. They're like, why do you, I'm not going to say who, but somebody was asking, cause I did bring up the, you know, tying in the community garden with yeah. the farmer's market sure. completely separate to us. And they're like, why do you care about this? And I'm like, cause I'm completely because invested I want in, in here this for project. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I invested in my product. I'm invested in downtown Dothan. I literally bought a house in garden district. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm 110% committed to downtown. Oh, Memphis. drop me a pin to that house. I can um, party with you this weekend. Right. Absolutely. Well, once it's done, I'm still, I've been mm. like six months renovation. Oh, it's been nice. a nightmare. But I, I, I really think that getting all these collective minds, like we said, we have a really good group. Um, I think it's just getting all the pieces needed. And I think Mike's got some good pointers there. And Brett, Not only that, like there's, I keep myself out of downtown's day-to-day stuff. You know what I mean? Like, my office is not down there. I do have vest. I do have interest in that being a huge success for everybody because I have so many friends that are heavily invested down there. Clients, no, I mean, so I do have financial interests with downtown, 
But at the end of the day, like if downtowns are the heart of a city, which is why they're where they are, because they're dead center usually, they that's where everything started. And so when you start losing the importance of those buildings and then the importance of whatever, like it's the same as like to an extent, it's the same argument as like, why are we tearing down these statues? That was our history and that's blah 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 blah. And so if we're doing this same thing to buildings and just letting everything fall into the floor rather than making sure that they're usable properties, yeah. uh, it's going to look like a mini Baghdad or whatever. Well, and you asked me like the one thing downtown, I don't know necessarily that I would want, but the one thing that I'm asked more than anything is by other business owners, by people who want to start small businesses, um, they're constantly hitting me up and saying, Hey, you know, what, what's available? What can sure. I rent down there? What can I, you know, we have some large buildings that for whatever reason, you know, that could be repaired and maybe as you guys build, you know, as other buildings build, we really need those small retail spaces because downtown is kind of the perfect place for a small business to get going. Yeah. You, you know, that's really why I, I, when I'm, I started, I'm, it was affordable. It was, mm -hmm. it was a great place to kind of get started it was for same for Brett, you know, yeah, it was a great place exactly. to kind of get your feet wet and get going. So hopefully I would love to see some of the big, bigger buildings, um, you know, become renovated for, for kind of smaller retail space to get those people up and going. Cause I, I get people every week. That, and that's the challenge. Yeah. And I mean, you can send them my way if you have more sure, people sure. that are really looking, but cause like I said, we yeah. got 4,000 square feet. So yeah, you know, knock, knock. If There's also interested. no yeah. dedicated mm -hmm. incubator but, anywhere in doubt. In doubt. No, no. Anymore, yeah. it, it, but no. that is the challenge I think with downtown Dothan. There is somewhat of a healthy amount of inventory when you talk mm. about buildings, especially oh, yeah. historical buildings, but they've decayed so so yeah. they're just so far. Well, you got to start. They, they, they are yeah. they're all they are salvageable. By I'm not yeah. don't don't mistake what I'm saying. But everything's salvageable. It's the, everything is salvageable with just, money, of yeah. course. <laughs> and so th that's the issue. Where you're right, Mike. I would love to be able to fix a building, all the buildings, and be like, hey, I can give you for a thousand dollar rent to help you sure. get started yeah. And, yeah. and i just feel like that is the challenge that this you for know sure. city mayor and the city manager have because mm -hmm. i mean that is a challenge yeah, it, yeah it's, sure. you can't expect somebody to drop a million dollars and be like i'm gonna give you a thousand dollar rent yeah i mean mm -hmm. that's that is literally what i see one of the challenges and now hopefully i think as you start getting those smaller things that attract people downtown you're going to, you know, like you said, property value goes up. Yep. Now I can do a little bit more. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe, you know, you have the Chamber of Commerce, which, by the way, shout out to the Chamber of Commerce. Dude, Matt they're, Parker's they're, Matt amazing. Parker's hustling. Their I mean, whole crew yeah. they, they are amazing. hungry. Yeah. I, I'm saying this team is amazing. They are hungry just as much as everybody up in the city. Mm -hmm. um, and I think this time we are literally, I feel personally, that we're like at the precipice. Mm -hmm. Like if we get a couple small projects going and, and actually are successful at, at just getting them up. You got to have proof of concept. Proof of concept. And I think Dothan, from my personal opinion, and you can Google it, people have been let down for so long in downtown Dothan, which just fuels that vision of downtown Dothan. I think Dothan is great. I don't, like you said, I don't sure. see anything wrong. Yeah. But there is that stigma that does come with downtown Dothan for some. Yeah. Not for all, but for some. Yeah. And I think once you start getting those wins, you're going to have that shift. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I've always been but, a born hater on everything. <laughs> um I'm kind of like Dave Chappelle right. when, when he right. says that he's a he's what they what's known on the streets as a victim blamer. Um, it's tough, man. Like Dothan has come <laughs> such a long way, but they've also not moved an inch. You know what I mean? Like mentally, it seems like everything's clicking right along. <laughs> but so when you go back and look at actual yeah. movement and progress, like 
everything's been in planning for so long. You're like, okay, well we can plan till we're blue in the face, but if you don't, st- I can plan to take a trip, but if I don't put one foot in front of the other, I'm never going to get there. Yeah. 100%. So I'll say this. So I've been in, in some meetings, but that's meetings. also my outside. Of yeah. Yeah. I've been in some, from- some meetings this month, uh, with different, different organizations and different people and different stuff that's going on. And for the first time, it really seems like so myself and Brett and some other merchants, we formed a merchants group, the historic downtown death and business association um, back at the beginning of the year to mm-hmm. kind of carry our voice as merchants. Uh, we just didn't feel like it was, you know, we'd had a voice in things. So, and we've had some great successes yeah. with that. We would have had a lot more if it hadn't been for COVID, oh, yeah. uh, you, you know, so we're, we're focused on, on, on doing that, but our organization, the DDRA, the city, the commissioners visit Dothan, the chamber of commerce, the HPC, so many organizations right now are all coming to the same tables yeah. With, oh, yeah. with a vision and saying, okay, we've been, we've yeah. been doing this over here and you've been doing this over here and you've been doing this. Let's get together at the table and see what we can do together. Mm-hmm. And that's the first time that that's happened, at least yes. since I've been around yeah. and it's beautiful Dude, it's just that's like, what causes action. It's exactly you know? what Santa Claus yeah. did when he saw those reindeer getting down. He's like, man, you're rad at doing this. You're rad at doing yeah. this. Let's, let's sure. rope them all up together and fly this thing around. And I'm really optimistic because that's happening right now. I mean, those, things sure. are happening they're yeah. in motion there's some plans absolutely so, so really good things going on so. and there's so there's also been a lot of disconnect down there over the years because nobody knows who the hell's in charge yeah um like it's, it's brett i've been i know i know it's <laughs> brett is the, the ice cream man the, the happy ice cream man is just a, a brett's cover. the he's, dark he's, lord he's the, of north foster yeah, it's he's the driving force. it's a racket yeah <laughs> but i mean there's been a lot i mean from from an outside perspective looking in yeah if I wanted to go open a business downtown and you don't know anything about this place. Like you can probably speak on this to an extent, just, well, you lived here for eight years before you started this project. So, well, I lived in enterprise, but ask the question. Sure. So by logic, when somebody wants to open a business, they go figure out business license stuff. And then once they get that month of work under their belt that takes five days, like it's a month's worth of work that you've got to handle in five days, inspection, (laughs) signatures. It's, it's a wild goose chase. None, none of it can be done digitally. So you have, right. You've got a disadvantage out of the gate, Dothan city. I'm talking to you. Um, (laughs) dude, I can't, I can't auto drive my power bill, but this is a whole nother podcast for that. Um, dude, my, I can, I don't want to get into this. That really is a whole other topic. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, but it's really difficult if you don't know points of contact and you're just going to the city and you're like, I want to do this here. And they're like, okay, well you need this to get your CO. And then you got to do all this, this, and this, we need to see your business license. And you've got to invest so much money in the idea of getting a business. Yeah. And then they, off the then ground they say, downtown. I hope you haven't signed a lease yet. Yeah. And, and you're like, uh, I needed all these numbers for my pr- What if my I just signed plan. a lease? You know, then, oh, okay, I hope it can be zoned properly, you know? Yeah, and it's, it's the unawareness of that. And because of the grants and all the investment stuff downtown, like, Jamie and Jessica are solid for handling that stuff. But there needs to be a real, I want to say, like, a headhunter for business downtown. Oh, I couldn't. We agree. need a Tom Haverford. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And I, and I was I mentioned that in one of our meetings or a couple of my meetings, especially with I call it the Rona, but especially with Corona right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is an opportunity to start attracting. When I said earlier, those people that are at the ring to bring mm-hmm. them in, 
Uh, and you do see it, with, which I'm probably going to butcher the name, Opelika by Auburn. Yeah. If you go to their website, Stuck I mean, they have they literally have fill out a form for businesses. If you're interested in opening a business, give us your contact. We can provide you with the information you mm -hmm. require. Now, if I'm under the impression that DDR just added that not too long ago, I could be wrong. It's been a while since I've looked at their website. But yeah, I'm not. something similar to that which should have helped to attract, to facilitate and be like, hey, streamline the process. Sure. This is what you need to see and speak yeah. to. And the other thing is like, especially with, we'll, we'll take the DDRA in particular. So if that's the purpose of that and they need to market that service and all they have is a website and there's nothing, no active, like, I don't know if you much, know much about web marketing, but you need to be updating that website periodically. You need to be updating stories and adding blog posts and whatever hundred percent and you need to be focused on real life experience you need to be focused on real life reviews and start to finish completion and how close were you on completion to your initial plan and until we start quantifying that and we really figure out like um how to get more eyeballs on that website because that website's just floating around we don't know if it's in a pond full of fish we don't know if it's on dry land, we don't know what. I mean, realistically, like we don't ac have access to that traffic, obviously. Well, but I think that was the, kind of the joke that Mike kind of was underlaying. Like, who's in charge? Yeah, who's well, who's yeah. responsible? Whose lane is that? The well, the city made an attempt at streamlining that. Essentially, what I I I saw was a, a complicated infographic. Yeah, you know. So it's like, instead of having a list of things to do, now we put it in a cartoon form. Sure. Um, but it's the same list. It's the same list. And that's, that's, the, that's the thing is like, man, I, I'm just glad that my business was zoned properly. Oh, you got lucky. Because I got, yeah, I got lucky. Because I didn't know. I mean, I, I'm like. No grease trap there. No. But you don't fry anything. So it's not a big Well, I, I still have a, an interceptor. But you still have to. Yeah. yeah. Still have an interceptor. Yeah, I think the question is who. I mean, whose whose lane does that fall in? I mean, I would love to see along with that. It's like, what are the goals? I've, yeah. I've seen DDR has. I think they publish it every time they have their meetings. They have a set goal, but in the last, I mean, obviously Corona has affected everything. But sure. I just haven't seen that goal should be changing and should be evolving with the times. Yeah. And so I would love to see what their new one is. It's like building codes. We can change building codes yeah, every three absolutely, years, but absolutely. and ABC laws get changed almost every three months. Uh, well, one of the things I, I don't, but want we, I don't want anybody to be in charge. I just want to, <laughs> I don't want a America. single, I don't want yeah. a single point of in charge no, just, just, because in I'm the past, being, that's actually been a problem where it has been. Yeah. You can't we get don't a hold of that dude. Yeah, he's yeah. A See, I, I, but then if you, so, I mean, I guess I'm, I've been in the army too long cause I'm used to like, you have a <laughs> single point to be like, yeah. you yeah. are the yes or no person. And if yeah. you can't do it, we'll find someone who can. And that person's guiding the ship but in we, other we've words. had that before and the problem with that is that lacks vision i mean that that narrows the vision down to just what that and, person and that, wants or that entity i would agree yeah, you've yeah. had people that have had i don't want to say lack of vision just haven't traveled have just been they, used to of yeah. uh how this is how we do things mm -hmm. this is how it's always been and this is but look where it got done. us yeah, and look yeah. where exactly and look where we are so i think as long as you hire somebody that has that vision and that goal and is open-minded. I mean, like I said, the city manager is an open-minded gentleman. Absolutely. He's not really he's, from here. Yeah, he's great. So that's Kevin what I'm Calpert's saying. You, awesome. I think you're using your past experience, which were not the best. And I don't think that's an excuse for not finding the right person to get. Because right now, I, I personally think we have too many organizations in the pot. I think it's important that they all communicate. That's where the confusion comes There's from. There's a lot of, it's great to communicate to kind of make sure that we're not hashing out three different things. Because I've seen that. 
I, I mean, we were, you mentioned briefly the rescue mission and there's five different rescue missions doing the same yeah. exact thing. Mm -hmm. And so, I, I mean, there's some disconnect there. And so by communicating together, we're avoiding that as a group in downtown, which mm. is great. Sure. But I still think that when you say, Hey, I want to pull a trigger on this. Nobody really knows who's supposed to say yes. Yeah, yeah. Who's supposed to yeah. pick up the baton? Yeah, trigger. Well, and then you're like, like are you zoned? I don't even have a, I don't even have a gun. <laughs> yeah. So I think I would love to see somebody kind of take the reins and guide the ship and be like, yes, yeah, this is great. We're going to try to I figure out how to make Joel. this. Go. I, I'm very much, I fall very much on the side of collaboration just because, so in the past, like I know what it's like to be a business owner downtown and not feel represented at all sure. with, oh, with yeah, people who sure. are making decisions about the neighborhood where I make my mm -hmm. living where Absolutely. I live, and not have like any voice in it at all, you know, and just be like, man, well, this, this, you know, this is awful. So, and, and it really is good right now. Like there's a really good vibe going on where yeah. we've got all of these yeah. organizations yeah. coming to the table to work on things together um jamie's doing a great job with the ddra we have a main street uh committee put together now that's really bringing in all of these different entities so we can kind of find some things to work on and the most important part of that is what we're talking about in the beginning is communication making yeah. those relationships with people in these other organizations and working Absolutely. on the same thing so we know what's going on because a lot of times that that's been the biggest thing is so visit us and we had something going on downtown and they didn't know about it sure. or, or somebody had something going on and we didn't know about it. You, you know what I mean? And now I think most of that's been alleviated because we're all sitting down at the same tables and to local, do stuff together, the local which, is, which is great. Yeah. I You're also, welcome guys. I also Lots think of that I, I, regarding communication, I think we need to, if we can see it as continuing the communication for sure, you know, it's not going, we're not going to have a conversation and solve all the problems. No. That's, that's ludicrous. I mean, besides you know, this one, you know, well, going exactly. in circles, yeah. talking and talking, which is what I, I, I fear is going to happen with all these groups is like, we still have to have it, whether it's Jamie at the DDRA, like is DDRA the ones that are going to present our ideas to yeah. Yeah, Are they representing the us? Are they representing yeah. us? Are they the point of contact or, or are they just trying to get people here? Really, we still right. really haven't nailed that down, which at the end of the day, there is that, that means there is that one person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I agree with you. I would hate to have a person who just cares about their own agenda and doesn't, and that is a risk, yeah. but that's why it's very, it's paramount that you hire somebody who is open-minded, who has the, you know, the will to communicate with everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's what, I think that's what we really need. I would love to see somebody, uh, like Troy said, Troy yeah. said it best, somebody yeah. who wakes up every morning yeah. and thinks about this all day. I told him I mm -hmm. do that every day, but I don't want the job because no. I, I have enough on my plate, sure. but I would love for that to be the case. I want somebody to literally eat, breathe, and sleep this Yeah, 24, seven a day. Well, that's how it gets done and how, how it gets done responsibly. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Instead, like you just bring like an outside consulting firm that has zero interest in anything but getting paid and like doing some prog progressive stuff, but like they're not going to stick around and warranty their work. And there's a ton of data out there that we've already paid for. The cities pay for not us specifically, oh, yeah. but I mean, you have the Dothan Highway 84 master plan. Yeah. Now we're going to be getting another one with the Wiregrass Foundation is going to be having another plan. Uh, I think there's one even before that. When you Google 2011, there was yeah. supposed to be a... a but there haven't been a shovel come off that truck to there start working on it. There hasn't been one. And, I, and that's why I, I, I personally think small wins, you know, to get everybody back on the bandwagon. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, maybe that's me. I'm a small win guy. I like to get those small wins under my belt. Well, small, small wins win? in a small city are big wins. Yeah, what's man. a small win look like for you and, and where, in your position with uh, Malone? So my position with the Malone personally, I mean, I think... We have a few green spaces downtown that can be two-sided as far as a park and artistic. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it just takes people getting to the table. And I think that's a whole separate hurdle to come across. Sure. When you talk about landowners who've owned their land for generations and generations. Mm-hmm. But I think you'd be pleasantly surprised if you show them how good this is going to improve their properties that they yeah. do own. But I personally would say that is, you know, green space, the one that's in between where everybody takes your dogs downtown, yeah. where you live, right off the track. That has so much potential to be a green space art location mm-hmm. where you can have people playing their music outside and it doesn't cost that much money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and granted, it is on private land, mm-hmm. but then you have the one right beside us. You got Durden's own open land yep. lot. You have mm-hmm. the rescue mission literally has a vacant, green, beautiful mm-hmm. space. And so... It is a little bit, I don't call it frustrating, but saddening that you have this beautiful space and you're talking about duplicating it with a social service building when you have one that's five blocks away. Mm -hmm. And so, again, are we going to be a downtown that is focused on rescue missions or are we going to be a downtown that's thriving with life and food and bars? The the situations that those characters are in that are residing at the rescue missions, like they come from all different backgrounds. They come from all different types of situations at home. And while I don't know everybody's story down there, I can tell you that most people in this town or area are not going to be super amped to go bump elbows with a bunch of rescue mission inhabitants. No. And I think, but so, and still feel safe. And now that is that I feel like that is also partial ignorance because nobody's, and I think it's so just jumping to conclusions again, but. not saying it, not knocking anybody like, you know, Dothan rescue mission is one of them, right? Happens to be right. And they're doing sure. a great job. I yeah. mean, Brett Hardy runs a tight ship. Uh, I wish there was a little bit more communication between us and them. Sure. Um, but again, I, I just, just like we talk about duplicating efforts and having these silos. Yeah. I mean, you got to look at the numbers and I don't know if you, if anybody wants to, I can give you the, the numbers, but you're talking about five rescue missions within a mile of each other. We have a tent city within a mile of each mm-hmm. other. You look at the numbers of the, the homeless census that we just finished in 2019, the 20 hasn't come out yet, but they drastically dropped. I mean, significantly yeah i mean i think don't quote me but they were like 240 270 to 46 i mean that's amazing and then you look at how many people need beds it's 130 well within those five rescue missions i guarantee you we have more than 130 beds oh sure so what is the goal i think the goal is to help people in need and i think that need is definitely here in alabama as a whole um and i think it like you said working together is the key it's it's everybody teaming up to conquer that need and fulfill that need rather than like me needing it to be the justin april project or the joel castillo project or brett smith project i was gonna ask why why do we have these why do we keep these silos what keeps people from communicating what is it i i mean i i've banged my head on that i i just what i will say is this they they are trying to do good all in their own unique way sure but i definitely think that there's a need for them to communicate better because if you tell me that there is already an existing social service building up five blocks away, then what are we doing? Yet you want to open another one in downtown Dothan. I feel like there's got to be a better communication. Sure, and there's got to. I don't want to say. Also, you yeah, I was talk. gonna say that's key. So like when we started our merchants association, we started with four of us. There were four businesses. We got together to say, hey, we need to do something. And within a month, we had thirty businesses yeah. membered into the association. And the way that I accomplished that was just just getting out, pay, beating the pavement. Yeah. I just went and visited everybody and talked to them. Said, hey, this is what we're doing. You know, and people got excited. Um, and and I think that's what it takes. Like you know, to to kind of connect these silos of, of different thoughts and people. 
doing different stuff is somebody to just just go over to the other camp and say, hey, this is what we're doing. What are you doing? What can I, we help you with? What can you help us with? I would you? love to. If yeah. you guys yeah. want to help, I, I do think it's a sensitive issue that definitely de demands community engagement. Oh, yeah. Um, because, I, you know, I think you start going into gentrification. You start talking about, like, unfortunately, you name me a downtown that has five Dothan rescue missions. So mm -hmm. the question becomes, or rescue missions in a whole, sure. I'm, I'm speaking in general, just what do we want as a downtown Dothan? Mm -hmm. and, and I think you still can accomplish accomplish both. I mean, everything is in place. The school that offers the Lebo Family Service Center yeah. is, I don't know if you guys have driven, I always, I talk highly about it. It's amazing. I mean, you have multiple organization, Trust for Success, mm -hmm. resume building, Department Army veterans are there. It just, it just seems like a no-brainer to me. Um, why we can't get everybody on the table to help the community. Yeah. Um, because that just helps everybody. It helps business owners. It helps landowners. It helps residents. Sure. It helps everybody. And so I hope, to be honest, that would be my second thing mm -hmm. that I would love to see yeah. in downtown Dothan. Um, but I hope with time that's going to happen. I think Troy and the foundation is going to be yeah. leading yeah. that charge eventually. And I want to say, before I forget about it, for, for any small business entrepreneur, somebody who, who just has a you know, you know heart that, that wants to be downtown or has thought about opening a business downtown or whatever we were talking about, we don't have kind of that single point. Um, so our business association, um, you can email us at hddbainfo at gmail, or you can, we have a Facebook page, Historic Downtown Dothan. Um, you can message us on there if you have an idea, if you have something that you're looking for, message us and we will help you get to the right people. If you're thinking about doing a restaurant, we have restaurant openers, sure. owners that can help you and, and, and foster you because we're not just about promoting the businesses that are there now. Our businesses, we're also very much about bringing in new businesses and, and fostering them and doing anything we can to help those businesses succeed. You know, you so. wanna, I, man, I don't know what it would take to get a Waffle House down there. What? You know how much money I make? You know, you just said don't support changes, and you're gonna close waffle house. Put some spec on my name. Put a Corum, put a Charlie Corum's in there. Put whatever you want in there. Put a breakfast place that's open. You know that I serve breakfast starting not at midnight. No, not at midnight. Not when everybody's leaving the club trying to fight hangovers. I thought about it though. I thought you know what we ought to do is we ought to open at two in the morning. Dude, there was a food truck that would just pull up. Dude, they pull up and sling. I don't know why they don't do more of that. Like food trucks are, there is a few. You got well, Ernie's food truck. With food you trucks got, too, though, you also have city ordinances that they have to. I know before we've had some food trucks downtown. Yeah, and you, you have to deal with the city. The city was set up to drag its feet. Where on you can progress? Where you can set up. It feels where like you can't and what you can do. Because that's a so, really big. Yeah. I mean, you've seen that also. Panama City did their little yeah, uh, yeah. Out, little at the foot of the food truck, and then they had a yeah. beer fest with the food trucks mm -hmm. and Pensacola. Man, they had food trucks. Parked in front of City Hall. That's Santa all Rosa, like Santa Rosa Beach. City yeah. Hall, Santa Rosa Beach. Court. But that's, I want people to know, you know, it can be really daunting, especially if you're like me. I just started just me. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Going into, I had owned businesses before, but this was a completely different retail type of business. Um, so it can be daunting. You don't know what to expect. You don't know. So reach out, talk to us. Uh, you can come by Kidwell's if you want sure. to. Yeah. We, I can get you with the right business owner that if it's something, if it's retail, yeah. if it's restaurant, whatever it is, if it's a bar, um, I can get you with those business owners and all of them are fantastic. They will mentor you. They will help you. They will tell you what to expect, what to look for, what to do to keep from hitting those pitfalls. Yeah. And, and, and I've and, seen some know. of them even share their business plans. Like I, I've sure. been like everybody yeah. here has been your success is our success yeah, and everybody's absolutely. all about working together and yeah. getting downtown so that's amazing and yeah for sure absolutely reach out it's cool too because like especially i know i've known kidwell and brett smith for a million years and i met you what two weeks ago maybe yep. yeah. wow and 
I mean, obviously we all have very similar ideas about how greatness is accomplished um, and what greatness actually is for a community. Um, but when it comes to entrepreneurship, it's a slippery slope because, and I've had this conversation with Brett, when you're your own boss, yeah. you don't have that encouraging voice for like, you're doing a good job. Right. There's nobody putting usually, their hand on their shoulder and saying like, you're killing it, man. It's, it's you know, the lights like, are on and that's your... You yeah. suck. Yeah, but even that's not enough. Like, because yeah. if your lights are on this month, you need to make sure they're on next month and next right. month. Yeah. That anxiety and that worry yeah. never goes away. If you're Absolutely. a reasonable... I mean, if you're a, a business owner that's really in it to win. Well, and that's yeah. the... That's been the... And having a network of entrepreneur entrepreneurs to like bounce ideas off of like yeah. that's invaluable when it comes to just navigating a very lonely road because yeah, what I sure. do is very different from what everybody else in the room does. Like what yeah. Brett does is different from everybody else in the room. What you're doing, yeah. nobody in here is doing the exact same thing right. business-wise. Right. But we all have the same... Level we of all care. Have, it's a level of care and involvement. That's yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. That, we all want to help each other. Like I'm sure if I ask, sure. hey, can you put this flyer up for my yeah, building? Dude. I'm sure oh, he'd be like, sure. yeah, sure. Darren, same thing. Hey, yeah. yeah. So I think there's that collective like, hey, let's all work together. Mm -hmm. And so that that I mean, again, you can't put a price on that. No. And I don't know. And you've been here longer than I have, Mike. I don't know if that's always existed in the past. Oh, no. I would say no. No, not and, not on a widespread scale. You know, I was very lucky. Robin Thagger that, that owns yeah, Bella's Fine Dining is, is, is one of my best friends and she's a business mentor to me when I first opened up. I just called her. I said, hey, you're going to have to help me. Mm -hmm. I'm doing this thing. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm yeah, counting on you. Sure. you know? And she was there for me to, you know, take me under wing and answer questions or whatever. Yeah. And Bob Woodall has been great to me. I've mm -hmm. had some, some mentors. So, um, and I think that because of their mentorship and maybe because of the people that mentored them, it starts to spread. Yeah. You know, it's and contagious. now our organization as a whole are all people who would be glad to mentor mm -hmm. another business. Yeah. And I think that's really fostering some growth. That's Absolutely. how you put, I mean, that's how you reinvest yeah. without spending money. Like, Right. And, we and all have information that everybody else needs, right? For sure. Absolutely. And there's no reason to just like, okay, well, I'm just going to keep this in here. Like, oh my gosh, it's scary. Uh, scary. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. But don't forget that, like you were saying, aside from all those people, the Chamber of Commerce has a really good program they right do. now. There, so you have the Chamber of Commerce out there mm -hmm. uh, that you can give a call and they can tell you, hey, these are their classes. Mm -hmm. You want to learn how things are run in Dothan. They have yep. a Dothan 101. Leadership, like solid. leadership. I mean, you they just have finished that, right? Yeah, just uh, yeah. They leadership have a lot of class thirty eight. Class yeah. thirty eight. <laughs> wow. They have a lot of good programs out there. You guys really want to look into. And then don't forget, you also have SBA.gov, mm -hmm. Small Businesses mm -hmm. Association. Start looking into that. Oh, yeah. There's classes. They'll help you set up your business plan. And when I was uh, when I was starting my transition from being just a full time skate kid to a business nerd, I would I signed up for this class through the SBA, and it was held in Montgomery every Tuesday. And it was like five to seven thirty or eight. And you would go in there and it was SBA 101, what it's for, how to build a business plan, different programs of like why what you will, your plan is going to do will be funded or will not be funded by an SBA backed like approved loan to where heaven forbid something goes terribly wrong. They're not coming for your house. Yep. And that's what keeps a lot of people from doing a lot of greatness is they just are a nervous wreck and they just don't know any better. And they just assume yeah. that that first anxiety wall goes up and that's the end of my mission. And, and that stuff now is online. For help, for and, sure. yeah. and all that stuff is now online too. Yep. So, 
it, it definitely if you're a veteran you have fort rucker which we're fortunate oh, yeah, that we have yeah. fort rucker right yeah. there as well so there's avenues you can take to to seek help so absolutely definitely just and if ask. you guys had yeah if, if you can't get a hold of kidwell or the hddba uh then holla at your boy man justin at wiregrass local uh oh, yeah yeah dude episode 143 i think was one of the best ones we've had so far nice as far as conversation goes I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah I did. This, did. The most sober, the most sober I've made through, made it through one of these. Before. <laughs> um, we get a lot of boring people in here, guys. So really, I'll be honest with you. Uh, yeah, listen to episode one forty two. The most boring guest I've ever had. It's actually myself. Just, oh, there you have uh, it. Yeah, I'm my worst employee, dude. Me too. You I see what my conference room looks like? It's I'm a catch all. I've got a drum set set up in my conference room. That's what am I doing with that? I don't know, but it looks. Eclectic. I can tell you what it, what I'm doing with that. We're going to start recording an album for my brother-in-law nice. up here uh, tomorrow. And so that's okay. what some of this is getting dismantled cool. to be drug into there. And mm-hmm. then You need a backup vocals? Not you. Not yeah. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll take applications. Yeah. I'll take some uh, some video submissions. I, I might think Genevieve is a singer. Do what? I might know somebody for you. Let's get it, man. I'm ready. Um, anything else? Y'all want to rattle off your uh, individual uh, Instagrams and whatnot so everybody can dig into who you guys are instead of just taking your word blindly? Yeah, Kidwell's Custom Framing and Printing. I'm at 280 North Foster Street in beautiful downtown Dothan, right across the street from WTVY. We do custom picture framing, conservation-grade stuff. We do jerseys, shadowed boxes, fine printing. We can do canvas, um, all types of stuff. You can find my Facebook at Kidwell's Custom Framing or my Instagram at Kidwell's Custom. See Where's yours, Brett? You got a 30, yeah, that's how you 10 okay. second spit? Uh, well, I own Sticks and Cones, the Dothan Ice Cream Company. We've been uh, making handcrafted popsicles, homemade waffle cones for the past five years. Now we're up to the chili dogs in the, in the realm of grilled cheeses and chicken salad oh, so uh, for the past year and a half. Oh, they're so good. So good. Yeah, they're so good. And uh, we're, we're at 123 North Foster, just a block south of Kidwell. And then if you cut a corner over... Um, one block and then down two blocks, you'll be at Malone, yeah. right? Yeah, pretty so, much. So, Joel Castillo, unfortunately, I don't have my stuff public. You're good. Uh, I like to keep myself somewhat yeah. secretive. Yeah, I'm still, you know, hidden away. Listen, nobody but, winning the poker tournaments are showing their hand. Absolutely you know I mean? not. Right. But if you guys post on Michael's website on Facebook, I will definitely see it because I typically answer on that all the time. And don't be afraid if you see me. Uh, you'll know who I am. I'm bald, short, and probably the only Hispanic <laughs> running around downtown Dothan all the time. Oh. Pretty much. I would think so, yeah. I, I, I was just running, running through the inventory of people that like, I see. Pretty much. If you of, see, I say inventory, the cast of characters. Sorry, if you see a bald <laughs> Hispanic running around downtown Dothan, it's definitely probably me. There you go. I mean, it's a good bet. Go. I was say bet. there's Ileana Capiano, but she's not a man. No. <laughs> She's not, well, I'm, yeah, not a woman. I'm not trying to get into the conversation. All right. Episode 143. I appreciate it. If you're interested in having your story featured on the local podcast, hit us up at wiregrasslocal at gmail.com or give us a shout on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at the local podcast. 